When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob Radford. You're looking for a great story heading into the postseason? There's a bunch of them, right? But one of the best ones, I think, is Jake Berger. Jake Berger, obviously the third baseman for the Miami Marlins as they head into their series with the Phillies. And 27 years old, White Sox, draftee, played for only the White Sox up until the trade deadline. That's when he was traded, somewhat surprisingly, on August 1st. White Sox obviously going nowhere at that time. Marlins needed a third baseman, trade a pitching prospect for him, and there you go. You got your third baseman, and a third baseman, by the way, since he joined the Marlins, 53 games, hitting 303, 860 OPS. You look at the entire year for Jake Berger, and he's played in 141 games between the two teams. Teams. He's had a great year. 828 OPS, 34 home runs. That is a good trade, and this is a good story. We had Jake on in the offseason. He was absolutely fantastic. We love talking to him, great personality, great talks in this podcast about where he was during the, when the trade went down, what happened behind the scenes there a little bit, and also about how impactful it was to go to the Marlins and go to the organization where Kim Ng, who is the GM for the Marlins, was overseeing things, get the phone call from Kim, and what that meant for the Berger family because of the role model that Kim was for Berger's younger sister, Ellie Berger. So listen to all of that. It's just great to catch up with Jake, his first go-round when it comes to the playoffs. You can sense the excitement standing on the Citizens Bank field. We were excited to have him back on the podcast. One of the favorites from the off-season, right? Yeah, that was it. That was. Has anything changed since... <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A whole lot. I remember, so I thank you so much. It was such so awesome to, to have for you to come on the podcast early on. And then um, and then I saw you in spring training, and that's where Joe made sure he took, Joe Kelly took credit for your all your success. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, he's still taking credit for he it. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't believe yeah. it. Every time we see it, first thing I see it. <laughs> so you know why there's a mural of me on Dodger Stadium wall? Because Jake Berger. Yeah, I told exactly. about it. Uh, in case people don't know that you, Joe give you some what was the advice I can't even remember he gave you um well uh, a lot of it had to do with just body movement and it was it was pretty accurate but uh 
you know, take a bad minor league swing is what he, he explained uh, some some of how I'm supposed to move in the box. I don't know. You know, it, it's still a, a little too far over my head, but, um, you know, you, you, I guess you it took, You took 5% of it, and there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, uh-huh. there, you, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's worked. And then I think the next time I saw you, it was actually out. You were out with your wife at, uh, at dinner, mm-hmm. and... Um, and I so you probably didn't know this, but Joe paid for our dinner that night, so it was it, it was over a thousand bucks. It was very nice of him. Mm-hmm. And we had that we have had a conversation since about the art of fake paying for a bill. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendall Graveman has weighed in. Yeah. Jake Deepman has weighed in. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna start here. All right. What's your what's your stance on people fake paying for bills? So and I'm, I'm gonna set the scene. Right. There's about eight of us. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew Joe was paying. No one's making what he's making. Yeah. The bill comes. My wife is literally grabbing my arm, breaking it. Yeah. Don't you dare. Uh, a couple other people are reaching over the table, fake paying. Yeah. Somebody is, oh, hey, wait, wait, what's going on? What yeah. happened? Uh-huh. So I don't know, like, what your stance is on this. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're with with a savvy vet like Joe, you know, you, you, you figure, you know, through the uh, unwritten rules of uh, going Hot out to dinner, right? Service time and salary. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So you, you expect him to pick up the bill. Um, and you everybody kind of knows what's coming. But you have if you're sitting on your wallet in your back back pocket, you just act like it's like really hard. You know, you act like it's really hard to get out <laughs> until until uh, Joe grabs the bill. That yeah, is, you're like, yeah, I can't get my wallet out of my pocket. That, that is, of all the people we've asked, that that is the best. Yeah, Raymond was like, okay, you know, I'm I go make believe I'm going to the bathroom, whether it's to avoid the check or to actually pay ahead of time. Yeah, uh-huh. which is you know, yeah, the, the the pay ahead of time going to the bathroom. That's that's yeah. a savvy move for yeah. sure. Yeah, but uh-huh. I just loved it. It was like all corners of the earth on this table. Because you know that place. That yeah. place was not cheap. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, nice place. Yeah. Shout out Chicago Cuts. Sh- yeah, shout yeah. out Chicago Cuts. Chicago Cuts, right? Uh-huh. I mean, this, this episode brought to you by Chicago Cuts. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Well, I, I told you I'm so happy for you. Um, and uh, just take me, and I know you probably answered some of this, but I haven't talked to you. How? Take me back to the trade deadline when this happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it shocked. Of all the trades that happened at the deadline, I think this was probably the biggest surprise of them all. Yeah. Take me through that day if you can. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, obviously there's rumors and stuff, but there was nothing like full rumors, um, you know, with my name in them. Um, and, you know, we got to the park in Texas and uh, just went about my normal day. And then um, me and Sheets were actually about to play a uh, game of Madden in the uh, visitor clubhouse in there. He was going to be the Ravens. I was going to be the Packers, uh, you know, the, the teams we support. And, uh, you know, I, I get a call, um, you know, from my agent saying, hey, is anything going on? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Um, talked to Pedro and then uh, obviously on the phone with uh, Kenny and, and Rick Hahn, um, you know, got – Got told I was getting traded Wait, to Miami. Sorry, so you broke off from the game of Madden. Yeah, we didn't. We actually didn't even oh, kick didn't off. Even kick off. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm putting that in a W column for myself oh, um, because yeah. I'm I'm a superior. Who do you uh, have? I had the Packers. He had the Ravens. I'm a superior video game player in general, though. Oh, compared you are? to Gavin Sheets. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So um, it's, it's basically yeah, and also yeah. It's, it's if you have the record and the game is postponed, the team with a better record. Yeah. Gets a better. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking that one. Ten uh, out of ten. You all know? Right. Um, but <laughs> I imagine you didn't go back to the game. No. Right? Yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff. But so the a, so your agent calls. Mm-hmm. He says anything on. Is that sort of led you to like 
yeah I'm, get in touch with Pedro yeah I'm like hey is something going on um, you know had that conversation with him and um, you know then they said obviously nothing's official or anything um, and kind of just wait around in the clubhouse for like an hour and they say nothing's official yeah I mean that, there's a, that, there's, that offers the, the the hint that that something might be going down yeah yeah I mean there's a lot of stuff that goes into the trades right yeah. you have to run it through the commissioner's office you got to run through health history the whole you know the whole thing so um obviously it's going to take a little time and um you know then hour goes by and uh you know i get a call from from kim and um welcoming me to the marlins and um you know i was, I was obviously shocked but i'm um, really excited you know um i think for me with uh with kim uh you know she's kind of this uh this unbelievable role model for my sister you know who's trying to get into the game and um and so once i got her call it was like okay like this is this is home now and um you know i'm gonna miss my my friends in chicago but um you know we're, we're in a wild card race and uh you know this means business so um called my wife we packed up the room in texas and uh it, it was funny because we were going back to texas with miami literally two days later oh, and okay. staying in the same hotel so like we got to oh, leave our suitcases and way, stuff nice yeah hotel. yeah we got to leave our suitcases and whatnot and um so I flew to Miami with, with my wife and son and, um, you know, played in two games against the Phillies and then flew right back to flew Texas. Back. Yeah. So you, you talked about Kim calling you. Mm-hmm. You had never been talked to Kim Ng at all right mm-hmm. before that. But you had mentioned, and I totally forgot this, so I'm glad you brought it up, your sister's mm-hmm. sort of being a role model. T- yeah. Tell me a little bit about that, about, you know, how... You had never talked to Kim, but you you uh, you followed her career. Mm-hmm. You knew who she was. And yeah. by the way, like, and I've said this over the last month or so, I have such admiration for her because she makes gutsy trades, man. Mm-hmm. Like, just like that's another thing. It's like we can talk about the, the path that she's paved, but this was another example. But anyway, enough of that. Take me through like how what, what she's meant to your family. Yeah, I mean, like I said, she right when she got hired uh, to be the GM here in Miami, um, you know, I. I tweeted out like this is this is an awesome day you know it, it paves the path for my sister um who one day wants to be a gm and um you know i i, I have so much admiration for her and um you know the path she has paved so um you know it, it means a lot to our family just that uh you know we're in we're in the same organization now and we're pulling from the uh same same side of the uh the rope um so yeah i, I want to uh introduce my sister to her we haven't gotten the opportunity oh, yeah, that's but what I was gonna yeah, ask, yeah yeah that's uh that's the uh next step and when, what's your sister doing now uh she's the head division one uh tennis coach at missouri state okay yeah so she she's gonna do that obviously um for i don't know i, I I don't know how long she wants to do that for, um, but yeah, I mean, eventually, I think she wants to get into. Here's the goal, mm-hmm. okay? You introduce her to Kim. She obviously is very bright. They're both very bright. Mm-hmm. They link up. She becomes assistant GM. Your contract's up. <laughs> I'm not saying it's because of my brother, but I'm like, I'm just saying, like, just saying. Look, we see, like, we have to make sure that we see everything. Let me tell you about when. How old's your sister? Uh, Twenty. Four. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make 24. sure. Let me yeah. tell you about when he was ten years old. Yeah, like, exactly. He, he showed. He, he was ready for these moments. No, no. At ten years old, her and I were arguing like oh, no really? other. And then we got really close in high school. But uh, okay. you know, that's how siblings are. Was you know? she? So did she? Did you go back? Because we love fake trades. It's another thing mm-hmm. we love. Yeah. Did you guys do the fake trade thing? 
the that, this like proposed trailer like when you were like talking baseball like, so you grew I'm up to, yeah. you grew up in Kansas Kansas uh, uh, St. Louis St. Louis yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Louis mm-hmm. so the Cardinals yeah uh-huh. right yep. that was your team yeah okay uh, I mean, I, I was a White Sox fan. Yeah. Oh, White Sox. Yeah, Canerco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Canerco is my favorite player. All right, all right, all right. Uh-huh. Again, poor yeah. job by me. But um, so, but okay, trades, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you were when you were growing up, you probably like, oh, that was a good trade. That was a bad trade. We should trade this guy for that guy. I don't know. Did you guys do that at all? Or no, no, no we never really did that. Okay. No, uh, no, you no. live in the world of realism. Yeah, realism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, so you get to a new team. This is your first time. You had only been in one organization mm-hmm. this is a whole nother dynamic man like i can't and we've talked a lot about this here this year about trades mm-hmm. how it's great that teams want you because like they want you yeah but at the same time there's your voice like there's your guys the mm-hmm. guys you came up with everything yeah. you knew uh-huh. well tell me about that feel that side of it what your feelings were then yeah it's it's a, it's really interesting because you're super excited that that this team wants you and you're going to a wild card uh push with with two months to go in the season and um you know you're super stoked but like you said i mean these are the only guys I've known in Pro Bowl, you know, the, the guys in the, the Sox organization. So, um, you know, there's obviously an adjustability period where it's like, damn, like, that's something Gavin Sheets would have said. Or, like, damn, that's something Andrew Benatendi would have said. Or yeah. Andrew Vaughn. Um, you know, so you kind of see similarities. And most baseball guys are, are super similar, you know. We all have very similar personalities, um, you know. Obviously, there's, uh, there's some pitchers you know that, that have a little different personality than, than most but um you know like joe but yeah, yeah. Um, you know joe's one of a kind like yeah. you're not gonna find that anywhere um but yeah i mean it's it's definitely an interesting um you know feeling and trying to remember everybody's names you don't want to like feel like you're disrespecting anybody yeah. for not remembering their name for a couple days and um but no i mean it, it's kind of a fun experience and uh, how many guys did you know do you know anybody? No, not really. I mean, I, I played against Nick Fortes and Braxton Garrett in AAA, but, okay. um, you know, I never really... Johnny Cueto was the only guy. Um, and obviously, Sil Garcia, because yeah. he was with the Sox as well. Um, but I'd never met anybody else. And, um, you know, it, it helps when you get traded with somebody. Like, uh, Josh Bell came in on the same day as me. And so, you know, we were kind of like, you know couldn't separate us you know we were, we were buddies we played against each other in the AL Central all year yeah, 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 um, yeah. so you know it, it was a little easier to kind of have a guy that's like hey this is new to you too and this is a new oh, organization you to you too so yeah, um, yeah. you know we can kind of bounce ideas off each other before we know everybody's names and then and you can like loop back and say okay this is how they do things hey what, what time is BP what time yeah, is this? yeah we like give each other rides to the field when, really? when you're at the hotel um, for the first seven days and whatnot. yeah so that, would, that definitely Helped the transition. You also felt like you knew Jazz Chisholm because you're a video game player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna the show. Yeah, do you play that? Yeah, no, I, I do. Um, I haven't played as much this year just because it's been kind of a crazy year. But um, <laughs> no, Jazz was awesome, man. When I got here, I was like just a down to earth, awesome dude, like high charisma, like exactly how you know you you want a teammate. So um, he was he was awesome to uh, meet and have gotten to know him. So this is about spinning four. So I'm not whatever with the White Sox. But how is it? How is the group different? Like how is this, like when you said it was awesome? It's having awesome having someone new. It's awesome like having like how is because you're immediately you can try to be traded to a team that's a bunch of veterans. You can be traded to a team with a bunch of rookies. You mm-hmm. know how how did the vibe feel for this team right away? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we saw it in Chicago when we played them in June. Um, they, they came back from two games in, like, the eighth or ninth inning, and, um, you know, it felt like we just, like, got ran over by a bus. It was like, like holy cow, man. Like, we were in control of this game all, all game, and then they come back, and it's like that's the, the resilience, you know, we saw of this team and, um, you know, the, the never, never quit, never give up anything. Um, and day one we play against the Phillies in Miami and we come back and like end up beating them in like the 11th inning and I'm like this is exactly and you could feel it there's just no there's no quid and everybody just believes in each other and it's it's just an unbelievable um, you know unit that, that Skip's built from you know with this coaching staff just that that belief of um, you know never giving up no matter the adversity another thing is like how you were embraced you know I talked to you about going out to LA Team Joe with the mural mm-hmm. thing, man, you hit the sweet spot with burgers and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. but people immediately, and it, it helped. You did well, so mm-hmm. that helps, right? Yeah. But it becomes a whole. I mean, it's nice to go to a place where everyone's like, "Yay, that's yeah. awesome!" To have yeah, here. we're gonna have burgers. I don't mm-hmm. do whatever they did. Yeah. yeah, no, it was it was really cool. Just like you know, getting that burger day, and um, you know, I I think the main thing, um, you know, when you when you get traded and you have a family, it's how how are they my fa- how's my family going get, to get treated because you know how you're most likely going to get treated in the clubhouse and, and whatnot but um you gotta go uh, yeah, how long is this? oh we're just we're, we're talking <laughs> okay <laughs> um but yeah i mean it, it's how your family um you know get, gets treated in in the stands and in the city and um you know, Ashton and Brooks were embraced with open arms, and so many people are coming up to them and saying, like, we're really excited you guys are here, and, um, you know, just being in the city, and we love Miami. So, um, you know, I think that's that makes it even more comfortable is when you know your, your family's getting taken care of, um, you know, as well. All right. I don't want to keep you anymore. They're, they're like, dragging you yeah. away. <laughs> as we sit here, standing here on, you know, the field of Citizens Bank Park, like, is it like you think about this right mm-hmm. but this is this probably hits a little bit different today right yeah yeah i mean it's uh it postseason um you know it's everything you dream about as a kid so um it's really really exciting and um you know i uh, i'm really excited and uh i always just think it's job's not done you know it's just uh it, it, just take it one game at a time all right thanks yeah man. for sure